Mike, what's going on, man? Good to have hey. you back. Yeah, good morning. It's been uh, I've been dealing with this uh, eye infection, and uh, I can see again. So <laughs> uh, it's been kind of kind of crazy. Uh, two ER trips, six trips to the eye doctor, uh, but uh, I'm I'm almost there. I'm almost there. So. Nice. Well, I know we both were trying to do the the Beckham hairstyle this morning. I got closer than you. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, it's uh, it's an important day today. We're recording. I think it'll be released tomorrow, but football is back. Yes. Right? Back Absolutely. in action. Yeah. And it's only been off for about a month. We've had some friendlies and some league stuff, but, you know, EPL, quote unquote, um, you know, I think was the end of July, pretty much early August, but not much off season this year because of everything that happened with COVID and the shutdown. And so it's good for the hobby. Um and the problem is we don't have any product really. <laughs> it cut a little bit, but no uh, we got select coming. We'll talk about that later in the product uh, product segment. But uh, it'd be nice to you know look at Panini's dropping a football or a basketball product. It seems every week, so it'd be nice no if the could catch up. But yeah, yeah no we'll, get there. we'll get there. Well, let's jump right into it because I know I know some leagues are starting today, and and really we got a combination of. A veteran soccer, you know, football collectors that will, that listen and watch your show, and then a lot of new guys. What should the new guys be focused on over the next coming weeks and months starting up? Really, just getting um, going back and like looking at last year's stats, uh, what teams finished, you know, who were the best teams, who were the best players on the best teams, and get familiar with the names. Okay, and then get familiar with where the games are going to be broadcast. Uh, NBC Sports Network typically will have the EPL. Um, they're now pushing that new P uh, Peacock uh, platform. Oh yeah, yeah. Going to have some secondary games uh, similar to what ES. Like everybody's jumping in, man. Like I, I've signed up with ESPN Plus. I'm going to have to look at getting that Peacock. Uh, ESPN Plus was nice because it had some of the second. It's got some of the lower leagues of the different different leagues. I don't want to say necessarily lower, but it's got that like the lower um, the the second tier uh, British league English okay. league. Um, and which is good, you know, you get to learn about some guys that may be coming up, uh, with different teams, you know, transfers, et cetera. Uh, and that's been going on, uh, for a couple of weeks now, but, um, for the most part, you know, we've got EPL starting, uh, and that it, what's good about that is we've, um, <clears throat> it's a little bit different. We got three games, uh, three matches, uh, on Saturday. Uh, hmm. and then we've got. Uh, I think we got two on Sunday. I think two on Monday. And I'm not sure if there's one or two. It's staggered. And I've been saying this in Discord, and I'm telling you, and I, I do a lot of like consumer behavior type stuff when I come yeah. to cards in the market. And I've been saying stuff like, listen, I am a firm believer that the reason why a lot of this market has exploded is because games have been broadcast during the day and people are working or home. And so, you know, look at NBA games. They're on at one thirty in the afternoon. Everybody's locked in. Uh, soccer matches are on, you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 12 noon. I mean, and obviously weekend's different, but the exposure to these uh, players and these teams has just been incredible because they're not they're not going up against anything else. It's, you know, hey, what's mm -hmm. on, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon? What's on? Oh, EPL game's on or La Liga or League One or – Hey, let me put it on, put it on the background. Let me see what happens. Oh, this guy scored. Well, let me pick up my phone and let me go look at his cards, you know, and, mm -hmm. 
that's just the nature. And, and we've seen it with NFL, obviously, uh, Thursday night. Uh, the market that we're in is a hyper reactive market and we have to, you know, we have to adjust. Uh, I would tell you, you know, it's, don't hold anything at this point. I mean, I mean, uh, to, to an extent, you know, I mean, if, if, if uh, David Johnson scores a touchdown and all of a sudden everybody's buying his cars, I mean, I, you know, probably sell them. I mean, it, that's just the market that we're in right now. Of course there's long-term holds, but you yeah. know, for the most part, you know, um, but yeah, so exciting. Uh, now next week we'll have Bundesliga starting, which is going to be huge because we've got um, Bayern, Bayern Munich, who's the dynasty team really. And we've got Bo uh, Dortmund mm -hmm. who uh, we'll get into the transfer stuff, but you know, it, it does appear that Sancho is probably going to be going to man United, which is huge. I mean, the pop for his cards, it, it's, it's, it's another pop. Uh, and so, you know, the kid from England is going to go now play for, you know, a big time team with, a, a, a you know, a team that's got a lot of young talent on it, uh, that's on the rise. So, um, and, uh, we still got Holland, we still got Gio Reyna, we got Jude Bellingham. That's, that's going to debut 16 years old for Dortmund and we've got, uh, Rainier. So Dortmund wow. is loaded. I mean, this—it's just crazy, man. I mean, I, I'm trying to compare them to uh, another team that's in the uh, other sports. I mean, you know, just think of a team who's just constantly reloading. Um, you know, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it just it reminds me of kind of the Braves right now, right? I was thinking that that's because they got tons of prospects, and they're yeah. you know they're they're White they're loaded, and they're for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I there that's a good comparison, but um, and so you know those are really the top two teams that everybody's focused on in the hobby. Of course, Bellingham and Rainier don't have cards yet, so whether you know that's a whole another thing in this in the hobby that we're yeah. we're, we're seeing change, and it, it's really tough because you know how quickly can they get the cards out? We know Tops now can get cards out quick, but yeah, you know the popularity and demand is it's not really there as a mainstream pack product. So, but it does build anticipation for the product and we are seeing pre-sale prices that are just through the roof, but the prices are holding are going up. So, um, but we've got Spain, we've got France, we've got Italy, and I'll just touch on this real quick is this is why I've been such a strong proponent of Chronicles this year is because the, the rookie card checklist is, is, is so deep that, you don't know who's going to break out. And there's a lot of big names that maybe they didn't put in there, but there's a lot of base cards and a lot of parallels that are sitting in Chronicle for uh, the other leagues, not just EPL, but mm -hmm. leagues. and who knows who's going to break out or who knows who's going to get transferred to a major team. And we've already seen that. That's a good point. With, with uh, Tanali, whose card, I didn't even realize he had a card in Chronicles. I was buying a sticker. Uh, I don't know if I have it here or not. Uh, yep, I've got the um, the Tenali sticker, uh, nice. which really was the only thing out. Uh, I've got a couple of them, and these are getting really hard to find. But uh, and so I, you know, one of the guys in uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was Wayne in the Discord had said, yeah, he's got he's got a card, and I went and looked, and I said, oh wow, he's got the XR version, 
which is mm. tough to begin with. And oh, then yeah. it's, it's got an orange parallel. He's got a blue. He's got a red. He's got a base. And as soon as word got out about him transferring, the, I mean, his card was just sitting dormant at five, ten bucks. And now all of a sudden the bases are 30. The numbered cards are, I mean, some of them are over 1500 bucks. I mean, it just flew and it jumped so fast. And there's a very strong chance he will not have another rookie card the rest of the year. So that's going to be it. And that's going to drive the demand. And what's going to be interesting with that card is because it's got kind of like a foil um, front, a foil or a foil, like a foil finish, uh, whether or not that card's going to grade. Uh, I'd be interested to see what that card would grade because it could be condition sensitive, almost like a like a tops rainbow foil. So, um, but just an example of why I'm such a strong proponent of Chronicles in the long run is that it's it's going to produce much like 18 Donruss rookie cards over year over year over year, and um, yeah, I mean that's just some of the auctions that are up. But if you look at some of the completed stuff on him and you sort it top to low. Uh, high to high to low. I mean, it's um, yeah. Holy moly! Yeah, you're not yeah. kidding. Those, yeah. That's a beautiful card, by the way. It is. It is. I mean, it, it, it. What What's frustrating with Chronicles is that you see the cards and you're like, man, I wish they could make a full set of that. You know, with together. <laughs> no, XR came out good. That was one that was overlooked, and no, I'll admit, I was not paying attention to that. Um, wow. Again, I was buying Tenali uh, stickers. Um, and uh, when I was looking online, I didn't see any of the Chronicles. So uh, the other one, you know, is the Contenders. And, you know, Tenali's not in Contenders, but as far as just the popularity of the cards, I think that mm -hmm. the frustrating part is that getting the autographs. And we know that in soccer, getting the autographs right now is a huge issue. Yeah. And if if there's a way that Panini could do that contenders in a full set, the cars are absolutely beautiful. They really, really pop for soccer. The historic tickets, the rookie tickets, those are commanding big money. And obviously the cracked dice is out of 23 mm. um, are getting, you know, but I could really see a contender soccer commanding huge money. Um and uh, even if they if they were to do it in a Chronicles like you know, with the three different leagues or I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm a big fan of those cards to me. Uh, I think they are the best looking cards uh, that have come out this year. Um, just thinking off the top of my head. Love it. All right. So let, let's summarize real quick. So England EPL starts to 12th, which is yep. for us today. And we'll stagger Saturday, Sunday, Monday, which is beautiful. Yes. Um, yes. La Liga starts tomorrow, which is Spain, right. Or it starts today, but that's uh, the yep. Play, yep. play on Sundays. Yep. Um, Bundesliga starts next week. That's the German league. They play Saturdays and Sunday. And sometimes you'll see some games sprinkled. Like this match is sometimes sprinkled during the week. Okay. But for the most part, it's it's weekends. Got it. Uh, Serie A Italy starts next week as that's, well. That's Chronicles. You want to, you know, that they put that league in Chronicles. So you definitely, you know, that is important now. Beautiful. Not, yeah. And then the French League, which is uh, already yeah, Liga One, has already started. Yep, Liga One started last week, or and, and that's interesting because they they're not making cards of that particular league, uh, and that's I've been a proponent in Discord saying it's coming. It has to be. We don't know who owns the license, okay. and the only way you've been able to get cards of those players is in Champions League, uh, and we'll get some in the Euro, but not much. But Champions League is really why that set 
has become so popular because it's the only one that has everybody for the most part. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's helpful. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a lot of action taking place. A lot sorry, of action. That chronicles. I, I'm, I mean, I know I'm, I, I'm sound like I'm a, you know, a stock owner and I'm telling you right now, <laughs> we're going to look back. And then I think hobby right now, I don't, I haven't checked it in the last week, but it was floating around the 400 and retail was starting to climb guys. I've been telling everybody buy the cellos, get the cellos, you know, cause they're going to, they're going to dry up and they're going to jump as soon as these players start playing. We're going to turn around and Chronicles Hobby is going to be a thousand dollars a box. And we're going to scratch our head and say, when did that happen? Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's because a couple of cards are going to push uh, the, the, you know, they're going to push the number up. Yeah, I'm looking now. You're, I mean, Hobby's hovering 420, 430 now. It's bumped up a little bit. Now it's yeah. gone up by 10%. Uh, are, are people finding that in, in stores and in retail stores? I mean, I've stopped looking uh, six months ago because everything that's gone on here in the yep. Charlotte market, it's it's kind of pointless. But um, it, what happened, it sounds like they, they just only issued like six packs per store uh, at Walmart and Target. So definitely the print run was low. No, uh, no numbered, no numbered inserts, uh, no autographs. So it's just fine. I mean, it just becomes a rookie card base product, which is fine by me. Um, I think retail is like 10, 12 bucks. Uh, they've been moving steadily, you know, between 15, 18, getting a lot harder to find at 15. Uh, that's probably gone now. I think 17 to 20 is about where the market is right now. Okay. Uh, absolutely see that moving into the 25, $30 range within a month. And, you know, just going from there as soon as some of these rookie cards take off. Beautiful. Um, the only thing we didn't touch on was the champions and Europa League qualifiers. That's happening. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Those are just spread. You know, the, if you go on to any mainstream soccer site, I mean, I, I like ESPN schedule. Uh, I just go to the ESPN soccer site and I go to schedule and I see what's coming up. Uh, but yeah, you got, you got these games that are going to be sprinkled in. So guys are playing for the country. Again, opportunity for uh, whether a young player gets an opportunity to play and, and, and then the, the spotlight shines on him or a veteran player goes out there and scores a two, you know, two goal, three goal game. Any, it's all upside. It's all plus. I mean, it's just more games, more action, more opportunity to get exposure. Beautiful. Now, so eat the, the Premier League. Uh, we were talking about odds earlier, and I think it's interesting because the odds came out. And and what are your kind of immediate reactions to that? Obviously, Manchester City is being favored. What's yep. uh, what else they, stands out? You know, they're really regarded as the best team. And you know, last year uh, Liverpool, everything went their way. And okay. you know, but I think you know, generally people do view Man City as the as the best team, and that's why they're favored. And I think for the most part, that's why people, um, you know, and that's that's the team that I follow the most. And um, I think what, you know, what just happened was uh, the all or nothing series on Amazon. They did two seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Go watch it. There's Tottenham on right now. They've got six episodes up. Uh, Tottenham's been great. Uh, the, these all or nothing soccer, uh, are they blow away the football, in my opinion. And then I'm a big fan of the football. Yeah. Uh, but the soccer ones have been tremendous. Um and there's even one for Dortmund. There's uh, and there's some on Netflix too. So absolutely, tons of soccer content to get familiarized. Um, but yeah, Man City's the favorite. Uh, and then you've got Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United. Chelsea has gone out and signed. You know the big is Havertz and Warner. 
and so everybody's expect, you know, and those cards are going to be extremely popular. Chances are their first cards will be the Prism EPL in those new unis. Now, we, I've, I've, bragged, I've talked endlessly about the Pulisic card last year with him holding up the jersey. So we'll see if um, they do that. Um, do they do the, the holding up the jersey to get the cards in? Because let's face it, the cards are going to come out December. The guys are playing now. You know, I, I'm thinking we're going to get some holding up of the jersey stuff, and which is great. I mean, uh, if we get action shot, that's fine. I mean, they could have took action shots in practice. You know, who knows? But, uh, you know, Havertz, First Prism, uh, Timos, Chelsea, uh, Bruno Fernandez, First Prism is going to be a monster card. Uh, and it's funny because – I think what we've seen is if you look at what's gone on in basketball or other sports, look at what happened with the LeBron Lakers. Look what's probably going to happen with Kawhi Clippers. Uh, look at what's happened with uh, Brady Bucks. Uh, it, you know, and so it, and I think even once like a Cam Patriot card comes out, that one's going to have a lot of juice. So we, you know, there's been uh, that crossover of sports meeting cards, whereas the base cards or the the, uh, the guy on his team has really become popular. And I think we're going to see an explosion in uh, EPL Prism, like on Bruno, Kai, uh, Werner. I mean, those are just to name a few. Uh, trying to think of this, any other guys that, that would be um, – well, look, Sancho would obviously be that, – that would be a unique one. Uh, okay. If – Sancho transfer, I think October 4th is the deadline. Mm. I got to think that they are ready to go. I mean, if, if you're Panini, you've got to say to yourself, okay, let's get that photo and let's get that card and let's get yeah. that in. A Sancho Man United prism card is going to command a serious coin. Uh, and, and that's what's unique about soccer is that these base cards of guys that are transferred, the transfer market's crazy. Every time these guys transfer into a major team in, in, in spotlight, their cars are going nuts. Weston McKinney, uh, it, you know, obviously we talked about Tenali. I mean, every one of these guys, uh, James Rodriguez, just they're just that's another notch and another another point of where their cards can move in the hobby. Beautiful. Um, I know we we plan on talking about some of the key transfers. You just named most of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I only we, you know we we want to keep it more hobby specific, and yeah. I rattle off and, and kind of you know told you what's going to happen. Now those cards have moved already, but the next wave is: are these guys? You know, what's going to happen with Prism come December? Uh, I'm scared, man. Like I can't get my hands on enough soccer, and we all know that what's going on with supply chain and. If I can just get one box of Prism, <laughs> please. <somebody>. Well, <laughs> I know from from the back, you know the, the the backside, all the the distributors and the, the people buying and and trying to get a hold of this product. That on the retail side, that orders were cut by ninety one percent for people that ordered ninety one percent. What I don't understand with that is 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 why. The business sense of why a product should be cut in this market, I don't get. Other than the fact that, hey, we dealt with the printers being down because of COVID, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. Well, know. the excuses that that I'm hearing, I just don't think apply anymore. Right? The whole like we can't get assets, you know, insert. I mean, uh, autographs. Well, that, 
we've already yeah. found with Prism, inserts really don't matter. No, and look at Chronicles. Chronicles, Chronicles retail has that's not driving the product. Yeah. The, the base cards and the inserts, the numbered parallels, and we'll get into that. That's why 18 Donruss has exploded again. Numbered parallels in soccer, especially team colored numbered parallels, are exploding. And they're not going down anytime soon. There's a finite number of that card. If you want a Polisic Prism blue, you got to pay for it. I think there's 149. I think there's 149 of those. Uh, and, and obviously, some are getting sent off for grading. Uh, it, there's only 149 of that card. It's not going down. It's only going to go up. And it's, right. the demand is going to keep climbing. So the numbered team-colored parallels have just exploded. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but back to that point, I, I just, Michael, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if it's distributors kind of getting caught in the wave again, like basketball and and even now some football stuff, and they're realizing we can't, we can't be selling stuff at you know below SRP to our buyers, which is going to cause a mad problem. Because it's it's a great transition into some of the pricing issues we're seeing now, right? We saw a really quick bubble form with soccer, and things have pulled back relatively consistently the last few weeks. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, you know, really the the big cards, the the 14, the 16, and the 18 uh prisms, uh, you know, the big names, the Messi's, the Ronaldo's, Neymar and uh, Mbappe, really those cards came to the forefront forefront very quickly and jumped, jumped, you know, exponential. To the mm -hmm. point where there was some pullback, uh, more inventory came on the market. More people found those cards. Um, you know, I'll give credit to uh, my my buddy Neem uh, Patel, who we're going to have in, on a future show, who's one of the most knowledgeable guys in the soccer market. And his point on his podcast, uh, which is the Purple Pitch or Purple Patch, I'm sorry, is um, a lot of people uncovered that they had these cards sitting in a box. And we've had some guys in Discord say that too. Yeah. Uh, who I don't know if it was trade up or who it was, but said, hey, I just found unopened packs. I found a sealed box. I found a box of commons, so, so to speak. And people are pulling out 10, 20 of each individual card. So naturally, when you see that, there's big lots of a lot of that prism out there. So people are unearthing it. Uh, and it will get out into the market and it will go to grading and, you know, it, it'll settle out. But really, if you look at the market, um, you know, those high end cards are extremely volatile. And because the population's low, the prices are high and you got a lot of people jumping in that don't know the market. So where I've start, tried to stay is really where I stay in all sports is I'm on the low end. I'm looking for value. I'm looking for players who the market has not caught up to yet. Uh, we've talked a lot about football reference. We've talked a lot about transfer market. There are certain sites who you can get statistics and values. Uh, the FIFA ratings have just come out. Um, believe it or not, I'm going to use those. I haven't dug into them yet, but um, I'm going to look at FIFA ratings and see whose cards are extremely cheap and whose ratings are extremely high because the market will eventually catch up. And so um, we got to remember the player pool in soccer is huge. It's massive. It's not just one league. It's not just like the NBA or the NFL. It's five or six leagues that people have to pay attention to. It's a lot like college football uh, in that there's a massive amount of teams or college basketball, massive amount of teams, massive amount of conferences. And keeping up with the player pool is, is tough. But if you can do it, you can be ahead of the market. So Point being is there's still significant growth happening 
at the bottom in, in, in the mid-level uh, of soccer. And so you can still go find guys, rookie cards, stickers are definitely on the move. That's a whole nother market that people have to navigate through. And, you know, do you start chasing stickers versus cards? In some instances, you have to. Uh, like Adama Treor has a sticker, I believe, from 2016. I was able to find some very cheap uh, where his rookie card is in uh, prism of last year and it's hitting about 30 bucks. Uh, I think that card could be 50 or 60 within uh, if he has a two low game, it's going to double. Yeah. So, um, you know, so just an example of you can go find if you find sources for stickers and the guy doesn't have that many cards, doesn't have any cards at all. You can probably get them at a really good price. Mm. Yeah. Those are some good thoughts. And I think, we kind of nailed it at the beginning or we hit a little lull between seasons and that's in any sport, right? You see, yeah, right? I mean, money just shifted. I mean, money shifted to other sports. It went to basketball. It went to baseball. It went to football. Um, look at what happened in the football market. Football exploded come June. What's happening in the football market right now? Fantasy football is driving the market. Why did receivers and, and, and running backs go up? fantasy football, all mm -hmm. the new people coming into the market that looked at quarterback prices and said, this is crazy. Why am I paying crazy money on a guy that's played one game or half a dozen games and is on a bad team? And I don't know what he's going to do versus a guy who's got 10 years in the bank, uh, yeah. you know, going to the hall of fame. Yeah. I mean, that the whole issue with football has always been injury risk. Yep. And so running backs, you know, I don't want to segue too far, but running backs certainly have a window, probably a five-year window, and then you probably want to jump off. But, um, you know, receivers have a 10, 12-year window. Quarterbacks, 12, 15-year window, if not 20. So Soccer, same thing. All these guys from soccer are coming in at 16, 17, 18 years old. 25 is prime. 27 is prime, just like baseball. Baseball players – you know, uh, the, the market for soccer and baseball, if you look at it, it's very similar from a player age perspective. The mm -hmm. international kids sign at 16. The high school kids sign at 17, 18. When they get to the bigs, may, hopefully they're 19, 20, and those are the uber elite prospects. And that's, you know, what's going on with soccer. The uber elite prospects are just hitting, hitting, the, hitting the field at 16, 17, 18, and then getting playing time two or three years later, like a Phil Foden. Uh for Man City, who now is going to probably get, see, you know, probably have a huge jump this year uh, because he's going to get significant playing time. But the point being is, um, you know, prime prime is around 27, soccer maybe a little bit earlier, and then 32, 33, these guys are ready to kind of move on. But they have, you know, 10, 12, 15-year careers, and that's another thing that's great about soccer. That's interesting. So when you, when you look at a guy like Jude Bellingham or somebody young coming in, this first card – is the approach there, they're so young, play it quickly and move on, or start hoarding because they're so young and you're going to have a few years to, to kind of ramp up? Uh, well, so here's what here's what we've seen. Um, a year ago, it might have been the case. Now, it certainly doesn't appear so uh, because of what's happened with grading. So Bundesliga Chrome this year was sitting around three, 400 a box, wasn't really doing, you know, just it was settling in, and all of a sudden it went to six, 700. Well, what happened was Holland, uh, the 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 high end Holland stuff, the degraded stuff started hitting eBay, mm -hmm. and the stuff started hitting eBay, and they were commanding massive money. And the Reina stuff has really, I mean, there's some five thousand dollar Reina stuff sitting out there that that people were putting out there, and that's why uh, those boxes started to go. So I think that right now, 
because we get so few rookie cards in soccer, you have to hold. Um, now, I would say in some instances I have sold. Um, you know, I did pop a, uh, like a Holland Refractor rookie. In some instances, I just wanted to recoup my money on the buy and then put aside some of the other ones to hold. But for right now, I would say if you can hold rookies in soccer, do it. You know, and like I sold some insert type stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, sold duplicates or just try to, you know, if a guy went like Tyler Adams went from being like a $5 card to a $30 card. Yeah. Or maybe I have five of them and I'll sell two just to, you know, kind of recoup and get the ROI and see what happens. But for the most part, because these guys have so few rookie cards and because it doesn't take much to move the needle, yep. you really doesn't make sense to sell. And it makes sense to send them in to get graded if you can. Yeah, that's good. That's really good advice. Um, back to the ages. So you're saying we're past our prime in the soccer world. You and I don't have a shot. Got it. <laughs> Got it. And we, we need to run some analytics to see what the prime age is for podcasters. Where, where, where do you hit your prime for that age? Oh God. <laughs> 32. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Yeah, those are some good thoughts. I am as you're talking there, I'm thinking, okay, I'm writing down some of these names. Um, I don't want to go do too far down this path, but I know it's a question that comes up a lot in the Discord. What are your preferred platforms right now to kind of buy and sell? I and mean, obviously eBay is the standard right now, but Mercari, uh, ComC, where, where should people be focusing? I mean, Starstock's not. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I remember it, it, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Facebook soccer groups is really your number one spot because you've got you've got some mega collectors in there, super collectors that are okay. sitting on a boatload of stuff. And if you come with money and you know, and you're pay, you're willing to pay market. You know, the, one of the frustrating things I see on Facebook, and it just feels, and I don't know why people do this. People, somebody puts out a card at a fair price, 50 bucks. They automatically say, will you take 40? Just buy the card. Just buy it. I mean, I had that happen yesterday on Michael Michael Porter stuff. I had some Porter stuff, uh, Prism. I still had two bases left over. I think I had them out there for like 47, 48 bucks. And a guy comes to me. He's like, oh, will you take two for 80? And I'm like, you know what you just did? You just made me raise my price. <laughs> because now I go and I see and I say, hey, you know what? I don't, I'll bump it up to 60 because I don't care if I sell it. And if, if you want to pay my price, you pay my price. Yeah. And, and so that, you know, one of the, just a general tip on buying cards, I made a huge mistake. I had a, a couple of months ago, I think it was, it was right when Pulisic got, had that uh, huge game for Chelsea and had that big time goal. And I had an opportunity to get a silver for about 50 bucks. And it was about market or it was a little bit more than market. And I knew that was a tough card and I knew where that card could go. And I just did what I told everybody not to do. I tried to get it for market and the guy rejected it. And mm -hmm. guess what? Now that card is worth significantly more than what I should have. I should have just bought the darn card. So anyway, um, with soccer, because my point is with soccer, if you find something and it's a little, a little above market, just buy it because it's going to jump so exponential and you're not going to be able to find it. You're not going to be able to go back and get it. It's going to be a lot more expensive when you do. So just, just pay the extra or pay the market. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. But, uh, going back, uh, sorry. Facebook, Instagram is, is my go-to for soccer. Uh, eBay. Yes. Uh, to an extent, if I, if I just can't, if 
find stuff and I want stuff quick and I don't want to do the legwork and, and post and, and ask. Um, Com C, yes, has a lot of inventory, but the pricing is expensive. I mean, Com C prices on soccer are they're juiced. I mean, there's absolutely uh, it's tough. It's it's tough. So I mean, you got to dig. Uh, or you got to be willing to pay the premium. And in some instances, it does make sense if you're getting quantity. I'm a big proponent. If I'm getting quantity on something, I'll pay. I'll pay because I don't want to fart around with waiting for shipping and paying four dollars on every. I'll just I'll just buy it. But mm. um, you know, I'd say uh, it, it's unfortunate that Com C is having all sorts of issues with shipping and how fast it gets to you. Um, because I don't necessarily, you know, do I want to flip it on Com C or do I want to take it to another channel and yeah, and move it, move it that way. So, but um, Com C is a good resource because they do have so much inventory. Um, I use it for informational purposes. I don't buy a lot on there. I look at, yeah. you know, how much of a card is out there. What what's it moving at? Hey, what can I go buy it for on eBay? Um, sometimes Beckett is a good source. Um, there's a handful of dealers on Beckett Marketplace that do have inventory on soccer, but it's, I just checked the other day on three of my guys and their inventory. It, it's pretty thin. I mean, it's it all, everything has been picked. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like in soccer, it's kind of the, it's the anomaly, right? There's just no supply. The print runs were so low, Yeah, you know, just is what it is for that. The older stuff. Um, yeah. To your point on com C probably a topic for another day, but they've, they've kind of missed the mark recently. They've had an opportunity to strike. Well, the iron was hot and they missed a year, it. A year ago, I bet you 90% of my money was was spent on Com C. Now it's zero. So <laughs> that goes to tell you right there. What that, that's right. And I, I can't reiterate this enough. Scott, Mr. Scott Greenberg, go get us some soccer on Starstock. We're ready to start moving some cards there. Um, all right. Great stuff. Great stuff. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about product. And may, maybe we we focus a little bit on current products that are out, maybe give us two or three names that you're kind of focusing on. And then let's talk a little bit about pre-sales and some stuff coming up. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, you know, I talked about Bundesliga Chrome making a jump. Um, the problem yeah. with Bundesliga Chrome is uh, really it's a two card product. And then outside of that, it's, it's pretty limited. So um, I think that the tax that you have to pay on that stuff right now is just, it's out of my league. Um, I still think finest. I mean, um, I still think finest is is a great value because again it's champions it's got everybody in it it's got numbered parallels it's got refractors i know the finest refractors don't look as good as prisms or chrome but they're still numbered and there's still autos and so it you know it's it's a good product it's a good break so finest i'm still and there's a handful of rookies that haven't really broken out yet uh, Hasum is really the guy. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but it, he's getting ready to transfer. Now, he's a guy that was playing in another league that's getting ready to transfer over uh, to a big to a big club. Is what it looks like. Uh, I think it was talking about Arsenal. Uh, and if that's the case, you know his cards are going to start jumping. And he, right now, he only has one rookie card. So uh, you know that's another guy. Yep, there you go. Oh, I think that I saw. I saw him. Um, no, that's uh, Lewandowski. Okay. But um, yeah, so I think Finest still has um, some room to grow. Uh, and then outside of that, you know, I've already talked about Chronicles, uh, you know, you know, Impeccable. I don't even really look at it's a to That's a one-off product. That's a ridiculously priced. Um, you know, who, who that's for, I really don't know. Um, 
but we've got select coming and the, the pre-sales just keep climbing and it's just getting, it's getting rough. I mean, no, I mean, supposedly, you know, it, it, it's, it, you know, we know about hobby, but supposedly they're going to do hybrid now and they're supposed to do retail. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, and that's going to be in about two weeks. So that's going to be a little bit crazy. It's going to be just crazy. Um, we don't have a checklist, so we don't know who's, you know, we don't know what they're going to do. Uh, are they going to sneak some guys in? Uh, we did get an updated release from tops. Uh, we got museum, I think museum Bundesliga. Uh, we'll check the, you got, um, the updated list. Is, You're not getting on select. The prices are going crazy. Oh, it. My goodness gracious! Yeah, it's 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 heavy. The the parallels are just gonna yeah, yeah. Wowzers! Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're talking the prices have doubled in about two weeks. Yeah, yeah. What's it gone from like a four or five hundred dollar product to seven hundred eight hundred dollar? Yeah. It's, goodness gracious. Yep. Um, we got uh, Chrome. Well, Chrome. The, the frustrating part is Chrome. UEFA champions got bumped again to the middle of November. Um, mm -hmm. That product has been delayed more times than anything in history. Uh, again, don't know why, um, but once it comes out, it's it's obviously going to be huge. I mean, the pre-sale, the, the very little pre-sale numbers we've seen, the, the product's already been up in the $700, $800 range. So, um, and then we've got uh, MLS, uh, Tops announced MLS coming out. Um, hey, that's going to be 100 to 125 a box. Say what you want, but at least, it, you know, so that's coming out mid-October. We've got Bowman obviously coming out soon. Uh, that the cutoff date on Bowman is, is coming up real soon at the great point. Yeah. That, that's yeah. actually what a week away. Uh, yeah, it's yep. So, um, Jump and then we've got, we got museum, uh, museum, uh, UEFA and museum Bundesliga coming as well. Uh, you know, it's funny museum and we've seen this really with baseball too. And I don't know why it doesn't seem like it's a very popular product. Uh, I actually buy museum rookies, uh, in baseball because I feel like the price is so low compared to what the wax is that I'm very I'm like, why are these rookie cards so cheap? And the same with soccer. Some of the older museums are, are numbered cards or just tough to find. And the singles are extremely cheap in comparison to what the wax goes for, if you can even find it. So, you know, I think museum is being slept on significantly and, Look, people are going to want product, and I think it, it's it it you know it's a one pack product. So uh, I believe so. Uh, you probably know better than me as far as other. I I don't break uh, any of that stuff. So, but yeah, the you know, problem it, with museum though, Michael, is that it, it's never ever been worth anything on the singles market in any sport. So I'd be kind of hard pressed to think in soccer all of a sudden it becomes worth something. Well, except the fact that like you said there's not any other product available. <laughs> it depends. It depends. I think so. There's a, there's a, um, I've been pretty high on Bruno Fernandez. Um, you know, he transferred over to Man United. He put up big numbers. Um, and he's got very few cards out there. He, he's got a museum card. He's got a couple of relics that are beautiful. It's with the green and white uni, uh, and some are autographed, some are numbered. And that card is going anywhere, depending on the version, anywhere from 50 to 150. But again, to your point, if it was an immaculate, it'd probably be worth 10 times that. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's the difference. 
That is, yeah. I'm flipping through some museum. The, the museum relics are beautiful. The Bruno card is just that's a beautiful card. Um, very hard to find. And um, you see with the with the if you can get some of the patches, see the green and the white, and um, you know those have jumped a little bit. But uh, yeah, he's got some good stuff. Um, but to your point, nobody's really clamoring for that stuff. Yeah, no, they're really not. So you know, will the market? change um soccer i think is a bit of an anomaly because there's just limited supply um but there's still a lot of guys that are that are very cheap out of um out of museum that if you go back and search that the cards are pretty affordable yeah um what what about older products and i know there's so many but i mean you look at like 18 prism world cup super expensive maybe 17 18 stadium 16 17 select what of the older products do you think still have a little runway to maybe believe it or not? And this is this is gonna be it's it's like we, we all know what happens. Look at what happened with basketball this year. Christ, hoops, what's hoops now? Four hundred dollars a box, right? Oh. Nobody did it, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I saw guys selling it for four hundred over the weekend. Yep. Um nobody would have ever imagined that. You buy I bought I bought three or four boxes of hoops at the beginning of the year, and actually it was supposed to give them to a friend. He never picked <laughs> them up. He I bought them for a hundred, he never picked them up. I cracked them. <laughs> I mean, but is, it, it's hoops. It's far to four times what the original retail price was. Yeah. So my point being is that when you have a market, every people get priced out just like singles. They go from prism. They go to the optic. They go to the select. They go to the chrome. Yep. It's the same deal here. What's happening is um, I bought a case of 1819 Chrome uh, pre pre Premier EPL back when it was like $40 a box and it was pretty much considered junk. Well, the market went up, the stuff was cheap, and now it's $150 a box because the De Bruyne card, you know, there's still refractors, there's numbered refractors, there's autographs. It's still, uh, you know, and that's just what happens. People gravitate to what they can afford and what they think still has room to grow. My point being is I think the older Tops product, if you can find it, has some significant room because there's rookie cards buried in those products. The older stadium clubs, the, the gold premiere, the, the, you know, go back 2014, 15, 16, 17, start looking at, Who's got rookie cards in those products? I'll give you a prime example. Muhammad Salah, I believe, is 2014 uh, Tops Premier. I've uh, been grabbing some of those. And try to go find that stuff. You can't find boxes of that stuff. It's It's gone. It doesn't exist. But if you can, it may, it may actually be a reasonable price because people aren't focused on it as much. So uh, the Alfonso Davies stuff has bumped up some of the older uh, Tops. Uh, products and so anyway people are going to start going and digging for rookie cards um you got 17 revolution that's got uh uh hakim uh Zayich is a rookie uh those have gone from five to thirty dollars uh mm -hmm. you know so you know because he's on chelsea uh you know so people are going to go hunting for uh product and um you know, Revolution's been pretty dormant. There's a lot of retail floating around. There's a lot of hanger boxes floating around. Uh, and so if it's got a rookie card and it's got parallels or autographs or something, people are going to start chasing it. So I think that's really where the market's going to grow. 
obviously Donruss is going to continue to keep going and, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's certain products that are just going to keep going. But when you're talking about that older stuff that people are digging out, I know people are, um, there's a 06 Panini product that people are unearthing right now that is, um, you know, some of the mega crack stuff is, uh, you know, if they're not a collectible card game like match attacks or adrenaline and it's a traditional trading card, people are digging and looking and trying to find it because they're breaking it and they're, and they're sending it in to get graded because they see the, the, um, the multiplier, you know, they're buying a box for a thousand. Well, maybe it's got a Messi, maybe it's got a Ronaldo, uh, maybe it's got a Zidane and and they're sending them in to get graded because, and they're getting the returns. So that, that's, what's going on with that. Well, I got a, I got a live shot here. You want to see this. Um, you said they're unearthing some stuff here. They're, this is them finding this is them finding the product. Um, here they are now. They discovered it. So nice. now those are some those are some great names. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where this is becoming a fast moving marketplace where now you have to start zigging when other people are zagging. Right to get ahead of it. I mean, I've been buying just you know as much. I've been buying kind of blindly optic hollows um, just because the, the centering, we know the, obviously the issues of the center, the 18s, the Absolutely. cards look phenomenal. Um, they did the team colors. Uh, just any optic hollows I can get my hands on. I'm just buying if they're cheap, you know, I'm buying anything a buck or less or two bucks or less. I'm just buying it blindly until I get five, 10 of every guy. And then, you know, just sit back and wait because those cards, um, you know, are going to be tough to grade. And we know what happens when somebody gets popular, those become 20, 30, $40 cards and you're into them for a buck. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff. What one kind of final thought from my end is, is I, I find it interesting because uh, obviously American sports have become very pol- politicized the last few months. Um, I do think that's kind of helped even draw more interest to the soc- the football world, the soccer world, because it, it's it's not as political and people are stopping watching NBA and going over here to find this other sport. To me, that's a little bit more of a sh- protected marketplace right now because it's so global. It's so diversified. I mean, they did they did do um, at the end of EPL and the, the, like around June, July, um, there was some BL- BLM, Black Lives Matter. Guys are wearing jerseys, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we'll get some, maybe, you know, let's see if the card companies makes, make insert sets around that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go that route. Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously with NBA, all of the jerseys have a message for the most part, yep. which is cool. And, and I got to think that a lot of those cards or photos of those players are going to make it into cards in the upcoming products. So they sure. think that's going to be, that's going to be something that we're going to be able to look back on. And say, uh, wow, why did that guy's, you know, jersey say, you know, and and then you're gonna have you're gonna have some history. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Um, this is awesome, man. A, a really informative episode. What do you got coming up in the next couple episodes? I know you're lining up some interviews for some. Up- yeah, I think really it's, it's it's reaching out and getting um, some of the more you know expert guys in the industry, whether it's on the uh, more on the soccer side and 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 just. You know, um, got some friends from RotoWire that do an incredible job with soccer content and been doing it for years. Um, and uh, like uh, Neem Patel, again, you know, there's, there's some good 
uh, Instagram follows, you know, um, MP Sports Cards One is is probably the number one guy I would tell you. But this three or four other guys, Sunday Card Investors, mm. is a good group of guys, very knowledgeable, uh, and they're young. They're they're young and they're very knowledgeable. They got a lot of energy. Um, football Stop is another one. I think it's the Football Stop with a couple of underscores in there. But um, yeah, I, I really think Instagram is where to go for soccer. Just just start looking up some guys and see who's got who's got content. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, your your episodes release release on Sunday mornings, Bench Clear Channel. Um, great stuff, man. Have yourself all right. Good. All right. See you, Michael. Thanks.